Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Bear Guys and Tua T Fitness. Shance and Chu are washing their mouths out with soap because the How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> No, really, we want you to listen, but we also want you to go fuck yourself as well. I, I get you every time with that one. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I just enjoy it. Like if somebody told me to go fuck myself the way you did, I'd laugh. Even if they were serious, I'd fucking laugh. That's my special gift. Yeah. All right. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the Jack Frost edition. So excited. Shance here of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, your friend and mine, our favorite movie novice, Lady Chu of Tua T Fitness. Hello, Chu. Hi. (laughs) What's up? Fucking Jack Frost is up. That's what's up. <laughs> Jack fucking Frost. I P.S. have no words. I have an idea. Yeah. Should I tell you now? Yes. Because we have one more movie to do after Jack Frost before a teachable moment. And there's another Jack Frost that's a horror movie. Oh. Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. Fuck yeah. Done. <laughs> That's so exciting. Oh, love scary movies. I'm sure All it's right. not going to be scary. I... I haven't even seen this movie. Can't wait. All right. But we are talking about Jack Frost from 1998, a movie directed by Troy Miller, the famous Troy Miller chew. I think you're being sarcastic. <laughs> you must know him. From the tons of television he's directed, the many comedy specials, and in the world of big-budget cinema, you have Jack Frost and Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met Lloyd. End of list. So, no, he's not good. (laughs) Hey, don't be nice. He's not that good. Comedy specials, television. Good shows. Okay. This movie is the high watermark on Rotten Tomatoes for all the movies we've been doing for our winter season. 19%. Ooh. That seems appropriate. 19% for Jack Frost. All the others are like 5, 6, 7%. And rightly so, because fucking <laughs> terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, this movie had a budget of $85 million. That's a lot for this movie. So much. 85. Opening weekend of 7.1 in the USA and the world, $34.5 million. Yeah. Big ass failure. Yeah. It's a big oops. Big oops. They gone Don fucked up. 
Yeah. This is a lifetime movie. Like, is it? This is a lifetime movie. Okay. It's not, it's not super funny. A sad thing happens. They try it's and got grow. too many effects. It like, eh. And too many actual talent to be a lifetime. I say. Well, I don't disagree with you, but it is a lifetime movie. This is a lifetime you hate quality this movie? movie. Did I hate first it? First and first mostly thoughts. You know, I I didn't hate it. I used to watch this movie when I was a kid, but I I just didn't really remember much about it. I obviously I knew that he dies in the movie. Uh, eventually. God, yeah. Eventually. He doesn't even die right away. Those are some of my notes. Um, At 15 minutes, I wrote, when's he going to die? Yeah. At 23 <laughs> minutes, I wrote, he's still alive. Yeah. It's a long time. At 30 minutes, I said, why isn't he dead? And then he died finally at 32 minutes. It, this is, the movie's just, it's whatever. It's just whatever. It didn't. I cannot disagree. Like, like I didn't write my notes with rage and disgust. <laughs> I, I, they were just like, eh, okay. It is what it is. You know who I think felt the same way? Who? Michael Keaton. Surely. I have a great story for you. Share it. This story is basically the reason I wanted to do this movie. Because something happened to a friend of mine. And I started telling the story of this thing happening to my friend. I was not getting near enough big laughs at how funny I thought the story was. So I then started telling it in the first person. I told it in the first person as though it had happened to me for so long, I started building memories that this actually happened to me. Oh, my God. And somewhere about five years ago, I re-remembered, hey, that didn't happen to me. That happened to Dan Aker from the Vegas Beer Guys. Wow. How good is that? That's just a fucking little... Appetizer for you, okay? okay? An amuse bouche to what actually happened to Dan. So we used to work at BJ's in Westwood by UCLA, and there's these two huge theaters. You know, they got the Bruin, and they used to have these theater premieres, movie premieres. The Jack Frost premiere, a little different than other premieres because it's a kid movie, so it was in the middle of a day on a Saturday. <laughs> Does Hanson have a song in this movie? Hanson? Because I remember Hanson playing. Wow, dusting off an oldie. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't know. Hanson played at the premiere. So Dan, dead Saturday day, morning, really, like 11 a.m., sitting there doing nothing back by the beer spouts, and who walks in? Michael Keaton. And he walks directly to Dan in the back. And says, can I have a beer? <laughs> Dan goes, yeah, sure. <laughs> Pulls out a glass. Starts pouring a little Jeremiah Red. Michael Keaton's kind of giving it one of these. <sighs> he goes, here you go. And he goes, thank you. <laughs> and Dan says, so, 
how's it going? And Michael Keaton looked him square in the face and said, Jack Frost. (laughs) (laughs) It was as if he was contemplating whether or not the movie that he did that was whatever, paying for a new roof, was worth it. Wow. I love that. fucking tastic How you doing? Jack Frost. <laughs> uh, I mean, did he laugh at least? I would have fucking died. I would have fucking Oh, I think I think Dan laughed, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. That's fucking great. So, I am very excited to be talking about Jack Frost. Chew This is a 1998 movie. 1998, as I'm sure you do not remember, is the inaugural year of the How Dare You Awards. This is the Armageddon year, baby. I remember. Don't make up stories. (laughs) I remember doing that movie. Okay. Don't you worry about it. We had to do it twice. Well, sadly, this movie, not nominated for a How Dare You Award. Now, clearly, most ridiculous concept. Yeah. Absolutely. I cannot remember because we used to have knockdown, drag out fights about our nominations during the nominating process. So we would go through each category. We would look at the list of movies that came out that year. For each category, you might have anywhere from 10 to 30 movies you thought was a viable option. Then you go quickly through what are the ones we can eliminate right now. So maybe you get rid of half, depending on how many there are. And then you start battling for your choices. I have to think we had a fight about... (laughs) Jack Frost being nominated for Most Ridiculous Concept. I mean, honestly, how could it not? I I cannot disagree, but here are the movies that were nominated. Do you remember a little thing called Almost Heroes? I hate you so much. <laughs> Every time I start to forget that that thing exists, you bring it up again. Well, it was nominated. Most ridiculous concept. What about basketball? No, I don't. I don't know that one. It's the the guys from South Park. Got it. They invented a game called basketball. When challenged by jocks to play basketball, two slacker friends counter to play a combination of basketball and baseball, which somehow becomes a professional sport. That's pretty stupid. The winner, oh, wait, chairman of the board, a billionaire manages to take a shine to a surfer, bum, and inexplicably leaves him, his his invention company, wills it to him after he dies. The winner was Krippendorf's tribe, an anthropologist, who I'm sure you remember too, Richard Dreyfuss. 
wastes his grant money and decides to enlist his children to become the Shelma Kedu, Kedmu, members of a primitive tribe. And then there's my giant. An agent stumbles upon a giant man living in Romania and decides he must get him into the movies. All of these are worthy, but Jack Frost, I think I'd take out my giant put in Jack Frost. Yeah. He's a fucking snowman. <laughs> He's a dead snowman. Right. Ugh. Plus, there are no rules. They say it's a magic harmonica that brings him to life, but there's no understanding of how the harmonica does this other than his dad says to his son, it's a magic harmonica. It's the first one I ever bought. But there's no external power that says this is what happens. This is why it happens. This is when it happens. And this is when it will end. At the end of the movie, he just decides, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you have to let me go now. <laughs> I got to stop being this? a fucking snowman. Who were you talking to? Who's in your ear? <laughs> Who you've been talking to this whole time? Right. Come on. There is no reason for any of this to have happened, much less from the magic power of a harmonica. So there you have it. Nominated for No How Dare You Awards. Begrudgingly, I will say. Yeah, same. All right, Chew. You're going to have to let us know. What the fuck is this movie about? Can we have Chew describe the plot, please? Dun da da da! Uh, musician, flaky dad, You're so happy. Jack Frost, uh, commits to a weekend up in the mountains in the cabin with his family, dies on the way in a snowy car crash and then a year later everybody's dev is still devastated of course it's only been a year and then he comes back to life yes well go ahead sorry he is resurrected as a snowman and reconnects with his son to make up for lost time boom done end of fucking story that's it that's the story god damn it that's the most succinct actual description of a plot you've ever done you actually did it right. I know. As opposed to how you usually do it. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm a little proud, but also upset. Because, like, nothing actually... Like, this movie's kind of boring. I think it's anything but boring. I don't know. This is interesting. Do you know who Jack Frost was supposed to be? I think I read this, actually. Don't tell me. Hold. Hold. <laughs> George Clooney. You're right. Yeah. So much so that the Henson department made the snowman. That snowman's supposed to look like George Clooney. Interesting. Apparently his eyes and his mouth. Frankly, I don't see it, but there you go. He just looks like a cranky snowman. He looks terrifying. <laughs> you and I you and I are about to watch a fucking horror movie, Jack Frost. And I'll bet that this Jack Frost is more terrifying than that one. Yeah, probably. This Jack Frost chills me to the bone. <laughs> He's kind of scary. He was always, like, scrunchy in the eyes. Oh. Oh. Do not like it. Yeah. 
All right. Chew. <laughs> did you go on a bender? No. How many grievances did you have? I did this exact same as last week. I had 29 and one. Oh, you're crazy. That's crazy talk. I got kind of bored. Oh, not me. I just didn't. I, I don't know. What'd you, what'd you got? I have an injury on my hand that I kept opening, reopening the wound on because I was writing so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put myself in jeopardy for the sake of this podcast, friend. I'm going to guess you have 50. Well, you'd be wrong because I have 59. Oh, shit. <laughs> 59 grievances. Fantastic. And 12 positive points. Really? Most of them are also grievances. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, 59 grievances, 12 positive points. I was, I'm fascinated. <laughs> Shoo, there are lines in this movie like, Leave him alone. He's no fun to pick on since his old man died. Oh, my God. That was horrible. That was amazing. <laughs> Grievance and positive point. I put kids are brutal. Like, That's immediately followed by I, the bully saying, I've never even met my old man. <laughs> Fucking great. Uh. I think maybe the only thing I had as an actual positive point just by itself was when he comes home, you have that, uh, I don't know, it's like a hockey slash studio singing bad dad montage where he's not making it to the game because he's at the studio. Oh, yeah. And they're going back and forth between the game and the studio. I call it the bad dad montage. <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so... And so he comes home and Kelly Preston's, uh, you know, yelling at him. She's mad at her husband and he keeps trying to talk. And then at one point he goes to finally say something. And she goes, she says, don't Jack, you've said enough. After having said nothing. <laughs> I liked that. Uh, my only positive point. Huh? Okay. there. I think there's two. Which I'll just go, mm -hmm. I'll just stick with the one that uh, I originally wrote down. Was that we have a um, a little cameo of Backdraft, one of my favorite movies yeah. ever. I thought I thought you'd like yeah. that. And he's switching through the channels and like, you know, it's the end of the Backdraft where the, the roof is collapsing and there's fire everywhere. And then him as the snowman, he's like, what? No, I can't. No. Uh, too much no. fire. <laughs> no. Anyway. Yeah. Bad idea, son. And I know as a kid, because that was during my backdraft days, it was amazing. Yeah, backdraft. That kid, Joseph Cross, who plays Charlie Frost, he's a positive point for me. Yeah. He's a good actor in this movie. Yeah, he is. Uh, I think my other... He is acting naturally against nonsense. <laughs> yeah. You're right. He was. Yeah, he was good. Um, so I say good on you, sir. I believed that he was actually having a breakdown when he was shoveling snow. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Also, are they selling snow shovels? Like Jack Frost banned snow shovels? Why was there a sticker on it? Was it a sticker? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even think it was a sticker. I thought it was a handle that said Jack Frost banned. (laughs) I think they just put a sticker on it. Man. I was just thinking to myself, they didn't sell a lot of those, I don't think. All right. uh, Why don't we take our first break? Party. We've gotten through our business, as I see it, and then we'll come back and start this nonsense in earnest. I was constantly rooting for his death. Let's get to the snowman, I said. (laughs) Kill him. Kill him. Because we know it's going to happen. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California. But even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch the Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life. And Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu, I, <laughs> Lady Chu and I, excuse me, are here. I got some Jack Frost in my throat. <laughs> I bet you do, you dirty girl. <laughs> going to go down in the annals of the best jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm a monster. Oh, shit. All right. (laughs) Hey, what is your very first grievance? Mm. Hold, please. It wasn't for a while. Really? Because mine was opening credits. Mine was, why is the sky blood red? <laughs> I didn't notice that, actually. Followed by... I think it was in the... I think I'd started it, ran and got coffee, and then came back. So I missed it. Okay. Followed by sweaty band. I didn't like how sweaty that band was in their first band Oh, so sweaty. I should have added that. Yeah, I didn't understand that. 
Also, either use your guitar or put it the fuck down, Jack Frost. He didn't know. I don't want to just hang it on your back while you sing. Yeah. You asshole. Um, oh, his hat. His hat was my first grievance. Or no, snow battle. The snowball battle. Ball battle. Yeah. Battle of the snowballs. Battle of the balls I of mean... snow. <laughs> All usable. <laughs> so close to that's what she said. Uh, I kept wondering, like, who's in charge at that school? This battle's going on, like, 20 feet from your school. Who's allowing this? School's out. Not their problem. Those teachers have probably had enough. They're inside drinking. Yeah. I would. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) But CGI in the snowball fights, like, in the sunglasses, when he's putting on his sunglasses and there's... Oh, the gog, the snow goggles, or the goggles yeah. rather? Yeah. Ugh. Stupid. By the way, that bully, just because he got punked a little bit, no way he'd stand down and let that kid walk away. He'd chase him down, pull down his pants, fill it with snow, and then pull him back up. Yeah. That kid's a, that's a bad kid. And yeah. you know why? It's because he doesn't have a dad. No dad. No dad. <laughs> no dad problems. Oh, here's a major grievance I have for this movie and all movies that have ever been made that include this scene. Have you ever, (laughs) with your husband or any boyfriend previous to your husband, have you ever, as a couple, pretended you're not a couple when you're talking to each other? Um, no, but I... I don't have a big grievance with it. I would have a hard time. I don't time think like, anybody does that. I told, Excuse me, ma'am. I told Ethan, I was like, hey, one time we should go to a bar and we pretend like we don't know each other. And then we just start like acting like we want to fuck, but we don't know each other. It's never happened. <laughs> See, and I seriously don't talk- think I could get through it. I've talked about that with ex-girlfriends before, but you never end up doing it. No. Because I don't remember how to act like I don't know you. (laughs) It's been too long. I don't, I think I would have trouble keeping up the act. He would walk into the bar and then you'd be sitting down and he'd walk up to you and you'd look at him with the full intent of saying, I'm meeting this man for the first time. But then your first words would be, why did you wear that? (laughs) See, I was thinking Ethan would lead in with, hey girl, you want to fuck? And then I'd start laughing and be like, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Go out. Go back outside. Take two. Okay. (laughs) So long as you didn't say take two, you could still pass it off as though it's all happening for the first time. (laughs) Yeah. Also, at some point, she's trying to fix the sink. And she says sometimes the drain works and sometimes it doesn't. Drains either work or they don't. There's either a leak or it works. There isn't. (laughs) kelly you don't know how to fix that get out from under the sink just stop it okay oh r.i.p kelly preston uh so sad i loved her she's lovely yeah yeah she really is charming talented so beautiful yeah 
She's so fucking funny in Jerry Maguire. Oh, that's right. Oh, for a second there, I thought you were going to say I've never seen Jerry Maguire. I've never seen Jerry Maguire. It's just been a long time. Fucking criminy. Good movie. Agreed. Uh, big I don't grievance. like the... No, yeah. Don't. No, you go ahead. Uh, big grievance. They just leave their dog outside to just wander. <laughs> in the cold? In the cold, in the snow. You're an ass. Can't disagree. Uh, this movie's crazy. <laughs> it is. I'm like looking over my notes. This movie's fucking crazy. <sighs> By the way, the premise of the whole thing, nobody, nobody's forced to play on Christmas Day. It's not even for, it's like just for an executive. Yeah. Like just going to his house, right? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, Tell me that doesn't weird. sound suspect. Yeah, he's coming. He, he's luring bands to his house so he can eat them. <laughs> exactly. He's a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jack Frost ended up dying anyway, so whoops. Yeah, but we're skipping just too far ahead. It takes so long for him to die. Yeah. And I guess it would be it would make sense if that portion of the movie was to endear us to him so that you feel the loss all the more. But the front half of the movie is all bad dad. Yeah. Like, I believe that he cares. I believe that he's sorry. But, you know, he's just like so self-absorbed with his band staying in the studio and missing the kids game. And you promised that you'd be there. Um. I don't understand. How do you forget where you're at or what time it is? How do you forget? They want to make conflict without making him too bad. Yeah. Because all the shit's always immediately resolved. He goes to his kid's room and, I'm really sorry. Well, okay. If we're going to the cabin, fine. But there'll be television, right? Yeah. Like, right? All's forgiven. I already said, I have so many notes. Just kill him. Kill him. Half hour. Why is he still alive? Not dead. Half hour, I wrote. Not dead. Then he died at 32 minutes. Then it takes another eight minutes for us to finally get Jack Frost. Yeah. This movie... Slow. How... This movie's an hour and 40 minutes long, I think. It could have been just an hour. It's an hour and 40 minutes long... And we don't get Jack Frost until 40 minutes into the movie. It's too long. Four zero. Yeah. And when we see him, he's terrifying. He's scary. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, his kid, Charlie, had the exact appropriate reaction. Response. He screamed. Yes. Because that snowman's going to come into the house and eat you. Yeah, he's just like, hey, just let me in. Oh, no. He's a snowman vampire. He's a vampire snowman. <laughs> Don't let him in. <laughs> and that's another thing. At one point, he says he's hungry. How? This movie, I have so many questions. How are you going to poop? And this movie answers none of them. I, did, I didn't write it as a positive point, but I kind of like that the kid was like, oh, frozen peas. You'd probably like that. 
<laughs> it's not bad. It makes sense. I get it. I I get the the process within the the mind of a child. Yeah. Also, like, how do none of the neighbors see that, that this thing is, is coming wa- and going? <laughs> there's a walking <laughs> snowman across the street. Exactly. <laughs> Something's wrong. Because at the beginning of the movie, when they make a snowman together, uh, I forget the neighbor's name, but she's all over it. It's like, will you guys shut the fuck up out there? Yeah. Sorry, Mrs. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when the snowman, when Charlie builds the snowman himself and it comes to life and it's getting run over by fucking snowplows, not even the snowplow guy notices. How? How? Ugh. Ugh. Oh, and then we have another snow battle where this Uh. Jack Frost is like, hey, I'm just going to follow you for the day. Wait, no, don't come back. And then he has helicopter arms which i did not enjoy the kid has the appropriate response which is i don't believe anything that's happening and i'm getting as far away from you as possible then the snowman stalks him you know like a serial killer (laughs) (laughs) can't take no for an answer uh and then his stick arms cgi burst of snowballs and he's like just over the hill so that nobody else can see him. Yeah. And he takes the snow down to the dirt, the ground. Yeah. Till he runs out. And then they have to get on a t- toboggan to escape. Yeah. And then the kids, the bullies who were chasing them, who were it's were in a snowboard chase. Evidently all of a sudden we're on a snow lift. We're not even in the neighborhood anymore because I don't know how they have so much room. To have the snowboard t- chase. Nobody sees the, the, the snowman? Right. Nobody's acknowledging that at all. Also, how do they get a thousand pound fucking snowball to roll down the mountain? Right. Well, like three of them. Yeah. They don't show the... So basically, they the idea is they take a small snowball and start rolling it and it becomes huge. Like... Raiders of the Lost Ark size. Yeah. Except instead of a rock, it's a snow, it's a giant snowball. Yeah. And they make like three of them. That takes time. I'm just saying. That it's stupid. Yeah. So this snowman, by the way, is half invention because they made a practical snowman. Like an animatronic snowman. Yeah. The Jim Henson people. So it's a Muppet. (laughs) We got a Muppet snowman. (laughs) Yeah. Mixed with CGI snowman. I will admit that it, I mean, it looks CGI all the time, almost. Do you realize, by the way, that, I mean, he finally dies 32 minutes into this movie and then you see him maybe for the last two minutes? So for an hour of this movie, Michael Keaton's not even there. Yeah. It's just his voice. Yeah. And all the other actors had to just 
watch this animatronic snowman moving with them. Like, do you think Michael just showed up on days where he yeah, was? Yeah, was he even there for the like, voice? Did, yeah, did he, like, talk behind the camera? Wow. Or did he just show up in the booth? This movie makes comments on itself when he becomes... I have notes here. I have a grievance here that says he just sees himself in a window as Jack Frost. And then he's slowly moving about like, man, I'm a fucking snowman. Yeah. So I wrote down, accepts being Jack Frost kind of easy as a grievance. And then four minutes later, he starts questioning why he's a snowman and then starts talking about like the stages of grief so that was me denying you know when i screamed in the window and then when i yelled at uh what's his name henry rollins that must have been the anger phase so now i need to accept it and i thought you accepted it so long ago yeah and then he says why did this happen is it my name, Jack Frost? That's not even clever. He says that as a line of dialogue in the movie. <laughs> he says the premise of this movie, not clever. Yeah, so somebody was like, we know it sucks and we're rolling with it. God damn it, Jack Frost. Like, but So why then at that point? Why? That's why Michael Keaton's get me a fucking beer. <laughs> Jack Frost. (laughs) (laughs) When he becomes a snowman, he, like, looks down. When he becomes a snowman, he looks down at where his dick should be and says, oh, no. Oh, I just thought he was looking at his stomach portion of the snowman and, like, he was all dumpy. Oh, I don't know. Because I didn't the little stick hands come to the dick area? Oh, I thought they were just touching his, like, In a, pooch. where's my dick? <laughs> I want to lay me some snow pipe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't do it without a snow dick. Where's my snow dick? Maybe that was it. Because he also gets hit with snowballs that turn into tits. And he starts fondling himself. Yeah. In the middle of that toboggan chase. Yeah. And then he's with the with the mighty fury of his two stick hands, he tears that toboggan in half into two separate snowboards for he and his son to ride. This is a big ass grievance, this whole scene. Agreed. This whole CGI him. Yeah. Oh! Other lines of dialogue. You demand. No, you demand. No, I'm the snowman. <laughs> I hated it. God damn it. It's so cheesy and like, ugh. You demand. No, you demand. No, I the snowman. Can't. <laughs> like, please stop. God. I also felt as though whenever Michael Keaton's by himself cruising around town, clearly he was in the booth and they said, just say whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah. 
I don't think any of that dialogue was written. Do whatever the fuck you want. We don't care. You know what I would have liked is Beetlejuice as Jack Frost. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that would have been really scary and funny. So an even bigger dick of a father. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. CGI snow throw. CGI sleigh raid or uh, sleigh ride. Snow chase music. More CGI chasing. I had a lot of grievances in that scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have this as a grievance. The bad dad test. When he's he's trying to figure out if he really is his dad. And he has all these questions for him. Yeah. And he he keeps failing miserably because he's a terrible father. Yeah, because he wasn't there. And he doesn't listen. Finally, he calls him Charlie Boy. Which, I mean, that's not like... It's not like a one-of-a-kind nickname. Yeah, no. So, not really a good test, Charlie. After that sleigh ride, or is it? Maybe it's later in the movie. There's a point where the kid takes him to that snow cave, kind of with the ice pond. Yeah. He he says, nobody knows about this place. I wrote, yeah, because it's a fucking set inside of a goddamn building. (laughs) (laughs) Grievance. But I did have a positive point because, Chu, I grew up here in San Diego, and on that pond, there were leaves frozen just underneath the ice. Is that a real thing? I thought that was pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up in the desert, so you're asking the wrong person. (laughs) Damn it. I was very curious about that. I mean, I didn't see snow fall. I've seen snow fall three times in my life. Four times. That's it. And Hmm. none of them were where I grew up. 120 degree weather. I don't have any knowledge on frozen No wonder you're always so angry. (laughs) You just run hot. Well, I grew up in hell. It's very warm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a break. Okay. We'll come back and we'll finish up with fucking Jack Frost. Deal? Deal. All right. Right after this. Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out 2AT Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. 2AT Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you 
for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we're back once again, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing Jack Frost, the 1998 Troy Miller opus. It's got to be his best movie, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we're comparing it to Dumb and Dumber. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd say it's his best one. <laughs> I mean, we're going back a little bit, but when Charlie builds the snowman, there's a lot of shit I don't like. The slow motion putting the scarf on. We all know how we feel about slow motion. It isn't necessary 99% of the time. <laughs> I don't mind it so long as it's okay. In that moment, not okay. Nope. Because it made it seem as though the scarf was magical when we know that the harmonica is the magic, even though we don't know why or how the man the harmonica is magical. Right. Because there are no rules. No rules. Oh, what a bunch of bullshit. I don't know where we're at. Uh, the hockey game? The second hockey I game? I guess, but, I mean, should we talk about, at all about... Because there's this whole kind of running gag with Henry Rollins, the hockey coach, because he sees yeah. the snowman. So Michael Keaton makes it all the way to, into town, I think on his first night as Jack Frost. Yeah. And he's like, he says, hi, Sid, Sid, how's it going? Waving his stick arms. Sid just freaks out and takes off. Yeah. And then does a news interview. Why would he do that? I, I would know. never tell anybody that I, I saw a snowman come to life. I'm keeping no. that one to myself. Yeah. <laughs> and then the kid, and then when they're in the car and they pull up to Charlie's house and Charlie's like, hey, I would like to get back on the team. And then the kids keep making jabs at Sid about the snowman. That was yeah. Funny. Like, no one's... I also, in that scene, wrote, not a lot of compassion for a kid whose dad died. Exactly. That's what I put. I'm like, he quit because he's fucking sad. Because he's dealing with some shit. Leave him alone. Why do you think he quit? Bitch. Because his dad died. That's why. Ugh. Kids are horrible. Also, terrible hockey coach. Not great. And he's yelling at the kids. We're going to wipe their, we're going to wipe the ice with their filthy butts. Yeah. Who talks like that? That was an attempt at broad comedy that uh, did not work. No. And then even his, ki his kid is like, hey, take it down. I'm not just dead. He's like, oh, that was okay. the only thing I did like. When, when his yeah. kid acted appropriate. Yeah. When his kid was said, dad, calm the fuck down. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I mean, we we kind of talked about him bringing him into the house, but we just talked about the frozen peas. Because we have this moment where he says, I'm hungry. And then he doesn't get to eat anything because mom comes home and they have to get him out of the house. And then it's never discussed again whether or not he needs to eat. Nope. And he never eats anything. And it's like nothing was accomplished in the house. Right. So there was no reason for him to have been in there anyway. Like, we didn't come full circle and be like, oh, that's why he was in the house. He just, 
they just needed yeah why something... does he why does he want to show himself to his son but not to his wife I don't know cuz at that point aren't you're like you're all in right I mean she might like throw his ass in the oven or like throw boiling hot water on him. She might freak right. out. Witchcraft. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible joke to play on my son. It's not a joke. Well, here's a hot water bath. Oh fuck. <laughs> I have chosen poorly to confide in you that I have come back in the form of a snowman. Yeah. Um Yeah, he didn't he didn't ever need to be in the house. But then they play hockey together in the secret pond, and he shows him the J shot. So the J shot. That's right. <laughs> and then he gets with more stupid shit because there's a bunch of holes in him. Yeah. You know where no. his son has put the puck through him. At one point, he cries too. When does he cry? That snow tear, that CGI snow tear, that turns into fucking ice. I don't know. Grievance. Yeah, that was dumb. Um, but yeah, so Charlie gets back on the team, and Jack Frost makes it all the way across. So now it's town. hot, because yeah, it's we hot. have a we have a hot day, yeah. right? And he has to fight his way across the asphalt pavement to get into to the the building. So stupid. Hmm. That was a moment. That was one of the moments where I thought, oh, they just let Michael Keaton say whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's sliding on the pavement. Somehow, the person walking out of the door of the arena doesn't see a lifelike... Snowman yelling. Yelling coming straight at him through the door. Come on. Come on. And then he just sneaks into the building underneath the bleachers and nobody notices. Nobody sees him. He's just off to the side. So he gets to see Charlie win the game with the the J shot. Right. And he's like, wow, Charlie, you're so great. Blah, blah, blah. So proud of you. But uh, I'm kind of melting and I'm dying. And Charlie's like, so. it's okay. We're going to get you out of here. Well, first he goes to the bank and tries to convince mom. Now he finally tells mom, I wasn't supposed to tell you. Like, you can't but tell your parents. But dad's alive about and he's shit. a snowman. You cannot tell your parents about this shit. You actually think that somebody. Look, if I had a 12 year old and he, they fucking told me that a, he, they were talking to a snowman. Immediately to a psychologist. I'm going to be like, hey, we got to talk. This is alarming behavior. I need to know if you're joking or not because we're going to go all in if you're not. All in. Right. No. I'm afraid if you just put on this jacket. <laughs> Don't move. And it's if fun. I tie it in the back. <laughs> why are my arms pinned to my It's a straight jacket. You've gone. You're, you're crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> because if, there's clearly no actual magic in this movie. No. He went. On a harmonica. 
and you get swirl, 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 CGI swirl, snowman. Done. Done and done. But there's not even, you know, it's not the kind of thing where he wakes up and he says, I've been told I have three days or something like that. You know, there's no timetable. Yeah. Like he just ups and decides. It's up. Time's up. Yeah. It's this moment where he's like, yeah, I got to go. Yeah. I'm dying. I'll save you, dad. I'll take you higher into the mountains. Let's not worry about summer quite yet. Fuck. That'll throw a wrench into a, whether or not you stay alive. Ugh. So yeah, Somebody so he... says, don't have a meltdown. Who says that? Fucking. Does his kid say that to him or does he say it to, to his kid? I think he says that to his kid. Don't have a meltdown. Yeah. Fucking bad joke. Stop it. Low hanging fruit. But then the bully helps him get on the truck. Snow dad's better than no dad. Another <laughs> actual line of dialogue. <laughs> yeah, and the bully's just like, I accept it. Yeah, it's a talking snowman, but we won't tell anybody because this is fucking crazy. Right. And at one point, so he goes to his mom. He goes to his mom and his mom's says, you're insane. So he runs away. <laughs> so then the bully helps him get Jack Frost onto a truck that's going up to the mountains. Yeah. He, they're going to their cabin. So she calls the police. And then they have this amazing scene where the police officer is trying to get a description of the snowman. And what's his name? What's the uh, band member's name who's from the Full Monty? Uh, Mac. Mark Addy? Yeah. He says... Robert Baratheon. Come on. Huh? Oh, Robert yeah. Baratheon. Come on. All right, settle down. Ugh. It's going to be okay. Mark Addy. Mac MacArthur. He tells him that the, the snowman's 500 to 550 pounds. How does he know that? That's my first question. My second question is, how did those two boys get a 500-pound snowman onto a truck? And I that seems like a lot. I don't think I he do weighs like, that though, much. For some reason, I did like that that cop kept asking questions about the appearance. And they're like, yeah, he's got a hat and uh, like a scarf like on. Like he's a snowman. Yeah, He's a snowman. He says, and um, like, what color is he? He's white. <laughs> And he says, Caucasian? <laughs> Caucasian. And he asked him, like, um, age? I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. He's a fucking snowman. 40 or 400. It's one or the other. <laughs> I, I don't, like, he's a fucking snowman. <laughs> yeah, so they make up. They make it uh, up to the cabin. And Charlie falls asleep. And then Jack was evidently able to dial with his little stick fingers. Right. He was with able to dial home. covered sticks. <laughs> and uh, Kelly Preston is upset. Oh, he kissed his kid on the forehead, too. I didn't like that. How does he not, like, how does Charlie not wake up? It's fucking freezing. 
Yeah, something about a snowman kissing a boy just felt like major molestation. It's I his dad. I did not like it. <laughs> I know. I know it's his dad, but that snowman is frightening. It's so terrifying. <laughs> All I could think is stranger danger. Get him out. Get him out of there. I didn't like it. Uh, yeah, so he talks to uh, his wife on the phone. Right. And she's like, I'm Jack? losing it. Right. Because you're dead. But it sounds like you. So. Right. This isn't good. So get your, I got to get my ass up to that fucking cabin. Because somebody's molesting my kid, pretending but to also, be my yeah, husband. But also, yeah, exactly. She gets, she gets a, a phone call that for all she knows could be from a child molester. <laughs> yeah. That kind of sounds like her husband. But she doesn't bring Mac. She just goes by herself. Yeah. I would uh I would have brought backup. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Would have brought backup. Backup and a shotgun. Exactly. That's how this movie should have ended. Yeah. Cause whoever has my kid, he's not leaving the mountain. I Done. can tell you that right now. <laughs> hey babe. <laughs> Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> You stole my son and took him up to a cabin in the mountains. Have you lost your goddamn oh, mind? Yeah. I've got, I got the, such a grievance here because the kid wakes up in the morning. And let's be clear. It's dawn. Yeah. Right. You can tell by the color of the light of the sky. It's dawn on Christmas morning. He comes outside to where Jack Frost is. And they have this heart to heart moment. And Jack Frost says, this is the best Christmas I ever had. Really? We're in the first hour of Christmas, jackass. All you've done is watch your kid come outside. How is this the <laughs> best Christmas you ever had? Because you haven't melted yet? Wait yeah. till mom comes with the shotgun. Yeah. It's going to get bad quick. Yeah, Jack, what are you talking about? You're about to die for a second time. Like, get the fuck out of my face. This is rude. <laughs> Didn't you have total feeling? So... Oh, dear God. I hope we've talked about this before. You've seen Ghost, yes? Yeah. <laughs> so I have direct comparisons between Ghost and this movie because we have the reverse swirl. And he becomes Michael Keaton again. Then he has this amazing line. He's finally seeing his wife again. And he says, you look so dot, dot, dot. You look so great. So great. What? That's what he has to say to his wife. I don't know what is appropriate to say at that point, but I'm I think I need more than great. <laughs> About I love you. I thought he was gonna say, You look so great. Turn around. <laughs> yeah, something like you look good. Like, I've got a little ghost boner. I've got a little ghost yeah. snowman boner. I would have been like, it's okay, that take sounds her right. From behind. That sounds like my husband. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a note here that says, hello, rules. He just decides he's leaving. Yeah. I'm out of here. Clearly, I'm going to heaven. I've stopped being a bad dad. So I'm I'm on my way. Uh, 
Also, I wrote down that I think he imprisoned his wife forever. Why do you say that? Because he's dead, but he shows up and he's I love you. I love you. You look great. Like, if you were her, there's no mention from him of, I love you, but enjoy the rest of your life. Yeah. Move on. He just, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's, he doesn't give her the go He's still a like, selfish asshole. Yeah. I just want you to be happy and whatever that I just means. want you to be happy. Exactly. Yeah. So he just says, I'm here and I'm leaving, but don't forget me later <laughs> so that they have to just sit with that forever. Yeah. How is she supposed to get over that? She couldn't possibly. No. <sighs> monster. Total monster. And what if what if Charlie plays the harmonica again? That's what I was wondering. What's going to happen Every Christmas, then? I wrote down, I want to see the sequel. <laughs> but not really. My last, <laughs> that was my last positive point. <laughs> he blows the harmonica again, and he appears. He goes, God damn it, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like our last movie. I wanted to see him become the Jack Frost of the movie <laughs> we're going to watch yeah. next. Because his kid keeps making him come alive. Yep. This... How's it going? Jack Frost. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh... All right. Well, I mean that there it is. That's yeah. that's Jack that's Frost. The movie. We Jack Frosted this fucking thing. Uh anything left for you? Mm. No. I'm just glad it's over. I thought I was gonna enjoy this movie more. But really, I was just wanting it to just move along. I did have some last uh, positive points. I like that the dog's real name was Mr. Chips. Oh, it I was. had some credit. I had some credit positive points. My last one was it's also a grievance. No snowmen were harmed in the making of this film. It said that. Yep. <laughs> Stupid. I know, but amazingly stupid. That was a Jenkins joke. Jenkins was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's so a Jenkins funny. joke. And then the the worst part about it is it assumes that anybody stayed in the theater to watch the credits to that point. Yeah. Because, you know, Michael Keaton did it. He didn't even go. He just went across the street. He left in the fucking middle of the movie. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> once, once Jack Frost died, Michael yeah, was out. Man. He's like, call me when you need my voice later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack Frost. All right, Chu, what is your drinking game? Oh, wait, let's do our lesson. What's the lesson? Bad dad lesson. Um, You know what? It's any holiday movie has the same lesson, and it is. <laughs> Like, as I said before, you can act as horrible as you want, but all you have to do is apologize in any way. You could mean it. You could not mean it. Doesn't matter. I think for this one, it's you can be as big a piece of shit as you need to be. But so long as you tell your wife, you look great. Yeah. You're off the hook. You look great. <laughs> you look That's great. That's all you got? 
that's that's the only adjective you could come up with is great. I thought he was going to say, you look great. God, I miss your tits. Something. Or like. Something hey. like that. Or just like a little like sidebar, like, hey, kind of got a boner or something. <laughs> now that my dick's back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. what What's your drinking game? Um, drinking game. What I got another. Yeah, we do it every week. <laughs> <laughs> I have three again. Again. This movie and last week's movie had some similarities. Okay. All right. One. Anytime there's jokes about balls. Ooh. Anytime there's jokes about balls. Um. Anytime there's a snowball fight. Good one. And anytime there is... Don't say it. <laughs> anytime there's a song that has sung. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's isn't that almost exactly what you had last week? Exactly. Okay. Lots of similarities. There was also probably... You could probably throw in ball jokes in last week's movie. <laughs> Big giant ball. <laughs> You got to watch your back to back and just do all the balls. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to count when he puts his sticks over his little stick arms over his where his dick should be. I think that's what he was looking for. <laughs> yeah. All right. My drinking game was you have to drink every time Jack Frost should be, be seen. But is not. Good one. The only problem is it's 40 fucking minutes until Jack Frost appears. Yeah, that's a long time. So I have to admit there's a flaw within the system, but that's not my fault. That's the movie's fault because <laughs> it's the movie that makes it 40 minutes until we see Jack Frost. Right. And 32 minutes until Jack Frost dies. In which I was actively wondering, when are we going to kill this motherfucker? I'm ready for him to die. <laughs> yeah, this movie was weird. Yeah, this made me feel everything and nothing. <laughs> this is weird. I am glad that it's over. Well, up next, Jack Frost Part Due. The scary version. Yeah. It's scary. We won't have to pay for that one. I thought Jack Frost was supposed to be free, and then I must have left HBO Max on December 31st. When I was searching up on Amazon to rent this Jack Frost, I saw another Jack Frost, and it has the, I don't, I'm assuming this is the one, it has a big scary white snowman face, but he clearly that's looks it. evil, and it has yeah, a red title card. Okay. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Well, that one's free. Perfect. As of yesterday or the day before. Yesterday. Excellent. All right. Well, that's it. That is it. We did it. Done and done with Jack Frost 1. Whoa. Oh, that rhymed. That rhymed, Marge. Admit it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen, of Jack Frost? Are you like Michael Keaton? Do you need a beer and just say, Jack Frost? 
That's how you should start it. <laughs> totally. Start it with a Michael Keaton beer. Everybody just says, Jack Frost, pound a beer, and then go into the drinking game. Love it. All right, good. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Of course, send us an email to the how dare you podcast at gmail.com. For Lady Chu of Two A T Fitness, Chance here of the How Dare You Awards. Say goodbye, Lady Chu. Goodbye, guys. Thanks for hanging in there. <laughs> I think this movie's far more fun. Actually, New Year's Eve is kind of fun too, in a stupid way. So stupid. These movies don't make me nearly as angry as Christmas with the Cranks and Deck the Halls. I think I'd rather watch either one of these. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. All right. Good day, madam. Good day, sir. Until next time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs>